Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in our regular everyday lives instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few? Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm no expert. I'm just a regular gal who's inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hi, happy people, and welcome back. I'm excited about today's podcast because I have a guest on to talk about journaling. Before I introduce her, I want to remind you that this summer, the Happiness Challenge is about journaling. I will put a link for the challenge with the discount code in the show notes if you decide you want to join us. Today's guest is my friend, Lori Mitchell. Lori and I met when we were both taking the same course last fall, and we were told to set up our own accountability group. I talked about that in a previous podcast, how scary the concept was to reach out and ask someone if they wanted to be in a group with you. I'm pretty sure I told you at the time, but I felt so blessed. My group turned out to be three amazing women, and today you get to meet one of them. Lori is also the instigator for the Summer Journal Challenge. Our accountability group has been together since last September, and as we talk about life and business each week, I will often say something like, oh, see, that's something that I would journal about. Or I might say, have you ever thought about working through that in your journal? Lori doesn't journal, and it quickly became this running joke between us. And then one day, Lori said, maybe I should journal. Well, if you're new to the Happier You podcast, then I will just say that I am convinced that everyone can benefit from having a journal practice. I talk about it a lot, a lot, a lot, (laughs) because I'm hoping that the more I talk about it, the more people will try it and enjoy many of the benefits that I've discovered on my journey. When Lori showed even the slightest inkling that journaling might be an option, we started talking about getting her on the podcast and documenting her journaling journey. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to my friend Lori, and she's going to tell us how she got to this point and why she thinks now is her time to go for it. I'm really thrilled that she agreed to be on the podcast with us today and that you get to meet her. Lori, welcome to the Happier You podcast. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So Lori, do you remember the conversation when we were talking about you potentially journaling and you said something that made us both belly laugh? Well, I actually don't remember the context of the conversation, but I remember thinking this should probably be a journal entry as opposed to a talking point. And we were talking about the fact that like just getting started with journaling is so emotionally charged for me that I was like, I guess, I guess I would start a journal entry with writing a letter. It would start with dear Bona. So instead of messaging you or having these conversations, I should probably just sit with myself and like write it out. But in order to get started, it would have to be dear Bona. I realized today that, (laughs) and that just made me giggle. I'm like, I would love to be the highlight of your journal because I think you brought it up as it's easier to talk to me because I mentioned that it's, to me, it's a note to my future self to come back and deal with later. And you said, yeah, yeah, no, that's way too intimidating. Absolutely. It's, It's very intimidating. I also think I've never really journaled as release in the way that you do in in my past experience journaling was all about 
holding, keeping, having the memory, mm. as opposed to journaling to process, release, or look back on with gratitude, if that makes any sense. It actually makes a lot of sense because I was having this conversation with my husband and he said to me, is it like Dear Diary? And I'm like, no. And that's, I think that's what you're alluding to there with the holding on to. And I know as a teenager, I tried that and I would try and capture every single second of my life. And so for me, it is absolutely not that. And when I find myself wanting to capture those things in my day, I actually stop myself unless it's pertinent to what I'm processing. I find it interesting too that you say release because I do definitely use it for release, but I also use it to process. And you and I had had this conversation that you process in your head, but you just are not comfortable putting that on paper. Yeah, I'm a very deep thinker. My brain is always on. I found that I really actually enjoy doing mundane chores like the dishes or the laundry or cleaning the floors because my body's on like autopilot, but my brain can like explore what is really coming to the forefront. It's a lot easier for me to have a thought, think deeply about it, reach a new level, and then kind of forget where I was before than it is to write. Because for writing for me, words, written words, whether I'm reading them or writing them, stay with me. I have a very strong memory in terms of words and and seeing them. So if I'm physically writing them like by hand and processing that way and seeing them with my eyes at the same time, the memory is stronger. So I have a much harder time letting go of that. It'll just like play in my head and in other times. And a lot of times when I'm processing, especially something painful, I don't want to repeat that mm -hmm. over and over. So I think that's where the, the emotional charge of journaling shows up for me because I have had so many of those moments where, you know, I can just like picture myself writing this moment out processing it on paper, and then I can see the words on the paper. And I don't want to repeat those memories in that way over and over again, which right. is why I stopped journaling in the first place. So that's really interesting because I don't have that superpower. And when I release it there, you're right, it's absolutely a letting go. But what I find interesting too is if you journaled consistently and some of it was processing like, oh my gosh, I realized this about my business or I'm acknowledging that I have this skill. Do you think that would outweigh the the memory of the stuff you're trying to let go? Do you think that would happen? Or I just don't know how big your filing cabinet in your brain is. Well, that's a great question. The other part of this is I'm at a place in my life that's very, very different than I've ever been because I've created this very peaceful, safe, welcoming environment for myself in my house and healed very much emotionally so that I actually have been, the reason why these conversations have kept happening, I think, is because I'm feeling very called to create 
more of a routine spiritual practice that involves journaling because I feel like journaling is part of the healing journey is going back to those moments when I felt like I couldn't journal anymore and journaling in a new way positively is almost healing that part of me. Right. I don't know if you want to share how far you've come. Uh, like, I don't, I just don't know, you know, how comfortable you are with that, but you've lived more in your life than I have in mine. And I think that's significant. There's not as much trauma. There's not that same obstacle for me when I process as there is for you. Are you comfortable sharing what you've been through? Yeah. Also, like, it's not, this is not a trauma competition, right? <laughs> Not a competition, I think just an acknowledgement of the life that you've lived. Right. Yeah. And um, I don't know how long you want this podcast to be, so I'll try to keep it short. The, the root of this journaling thing actually started in my early 20s. When I was 20 years old, I actually went through a really scary depression. And that point in my life, I started therapy, thank goodness, because because of that experience, I was able to maneuver later events that I could never have foreseen at that time. When I was 26, my younger brother was killed in a car accident and writing his eulogy was one of those moments that would just replay in my head mm. um because i not only like wrote the eulogy i also spoke at his funeral and so the words would just kind of play in my head it was one of the things i had to learn to turn off um and then two years later my grandfather i wrote and spoke at his eulogy and that was the last thing i wrote for a very very long time it just felt like these painful things were the things that I was writing about. And then after that, I got married, moved to Belgium, had a baby. And that's, I started writing a lot during that time. But again, it was to capture moments because I was so afraid of forgetting these beautiful moments. Right. Which is interesting because it's so not mindfully present. It's not journaling for mindfulness. It's not journaling for processing. It's journaling out of fear. Scarcity fear and fear. forgetting. Absolutely. Yep. I right? hear you. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the space I've been in for most of my life is even as a teenager, it was, I want to remember this so that I can have empathy for the people my age because so many adults forget what it, this is like. And I want to write it down so that I can remember and be a better adult than the adults that are around me right now. And so journaling really has been this practice of a fear-based practice, essentially. And I ended up stopping uh, even capturing those moments just because my life got super busy. I had a toddler and a baby and my husband was battling with chronic PTSD. And so I did not have the capacity to do anything remotely mindful or take up any space in that way. And then my husband died. And I remember thinking, if I write 
about this, it might be able to help someone. I remember thinking if I write about this, maybe it would become a book. If I write about this, it could be useful in some way. And my mind kept going back to the times in my life when I wrote something and it would just replay. And I remember thinking, I don't want to remember this. Right. This is awful. I don't want this to be the strong memories in my mind. I don't, I just don't want to remember this. I don't want to remember these moments in such a vivid way. And also a lot of pressure on yourself that you're doing it for other people, not for you, not for Lori, right? Like not for Lori of today kind of thing. It's, it's, that's pretty tough, especially when you're, when you're not ready, right? Yes. But, you know, I spent the last, I don't even know how many years now, four-ish, um, really just working on myself and helping my children heal um, from their early childhood trauma and really digging in deep, allowing the sitting in those emotions, allowing the crying, allowing the anger, which was a really hard one for me because, I mean, we're taught not to be angry. Or not to show right? it at least, right? Not to show it or call it something else. Mm. So even just reaching that point was pretty healing for me, allowing and calling it anger. But I don't experience those emotions on a daily basis anymore at all because of the deep sitting and figuring out what I need, what I need to feel better, how to manage my day in a way that maximizes my energy as opposed to sucking the life out of me. I mean, there's, there's a lot that I'm doing now as a solo mom of two boys who are thriving at this point but also have experienced early childhood trauma, which I mean, we all know is going to be carried with them in some way. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with me and the Happier You community, because I think, you know, because it's called the Happier You, we only talk about happiness, but we can't get to happy unless we acknowledge where we're coming from and where we're at right now, right? And so I think, you know, your and my fun banter around journaling, you're at a point where you're where you're ready for it. Or at least we're going to find out if you are. But we'll see. I think this is going to be as much learning for me as it is for you, because I want to know, like, you know, what you're feeling and if it's working and if it's not, then then, you know, is there anything we can brainstorm to help you? Because it's been such a huge part of my journey. I'm excited to see how this is going to work for you at this point, moving forward to expansion and growth for Lori and her boys kind of thing. For sure. And that's the key though. It's the expansion and growth because I'm feeling that journaling now would be for a very different reason. Mm-hmm. I'm figuring out what I want to do in my business. I'm figuring out how I want to be contributing to the world. I'm 
processing the things that I need to process so I can show up for my children. It's completely out of love and growth as opposed to this fear. And I also think that when you're thinking about something, there may not be as much awareness over, oh, I get to this point and then I'm going to think about something else because I don't want to deal with it. Whereas if you're processing on paper, you get to that point and it's quite obvious because it's right there in front of you. So if you try to pivot, that's like a conscious shift. Right. And I'm ready to see, I'm ready to see what those are. Right. I'm ready to see yeah. like, where, where am I limiting myself? I don't want to be limiting myself. I want to be like facing these things so that I can expand and grow and live to the fullest. I have this one quote that I really love when we talk about journaling and it's, uh, I don't know what I'm thinking until I write it down. It's interesting because for me, what happens sometimes, and this just happened to me yesterday, was I went back in my journal and I read. And so sure, I processed it at the time, but going back and looking at it, it was interesting. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I already dealt with this. You know, we forget these things happen. Like even though we think, oh, I've, I've processed it, it's on paper, but there's 25 days have happened since then. And do I, do I really remember kind of thing? So I'm anxious to hear what your experience is going to be. Well, and the other thing that's funny is I sent a voice note to someone the other day and when they responded, I followed up with, well, to be honest, that probably should have been in a journal as opposed to a voice note. It wasn't actually for you. It was me processing. <laughs> yeah. So I do have awareness and I wish more people in my life got the Dear Bona joke because, right. because I feel like I'm saying it a lot more in my conscious awareness now actually that wasn't meant for you that was meant that for was really a <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's awesome that's awesome the other thing i just want to point out is that you were a grade nine english teacher i was which is hilarious because i would encourage kids to write all the time and meanwhile i would secretly be not writing the most important stuff I could write nonsense. I could make, you know, nonsense up to make them laugh all day long. But in terms of the important stuff, like I kept that very hidden. I think that's part of our journey too is, you know, we we write when we're ready. And I really encourage people to at least try it. And it's not a pass fail thing. I think that's the other thing that's so super important. I create places for people to write and it's there daily, but it doesn't mean you have to do it daily because I know for me, Whenever you decree that I have to do something, the five-year-old in me pops up and goes, don't, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do this my way, right? I think that's an important part of it too, is I'll be anxious to hear as you're doing this where you're like, I, I'm not doing it today and I'm not doing it because I don't want to, or I'm not doing it because I'm not mentally there or whatever. And that's the stuff I think, because you're willing to share this journey with us. I think that's really important for other people to hear because I say it, but I think sometimes people don't believe me that I don't journal every day. Some days it's not the day. It's not the day. And I want to come back to that pass or fail thing too, because I think 
as an English teacher and and now, you know, you're in marketing and you help me wordsmith my words all the time. One of the things I think is really important is not editing yourself, right? Like just purely writing as a therapy or an activity as opposed to somebody's going to read this someday and the only person who's going to read it is you unless you for some reason decide to share it. Yeah, I think that's an extremely important point to be making. I need to keep my teacher voice on as I'm doing this because that's very much the message that I would try to send to my 14 year old students because the second you try to edit yourself or make you sound like someone you're not is the second you're stopping any type of idea or thought that's originally yours. Right. Yep. So we're going to do this thing. This so, is going to be fun. I'm ready. I'm excited. I am too. I hope, I, I really hope anybody who's listening joins me on this. Yes. Yes. Hey, so when I interview people, I always ask people if they have a quote. Do you have a favorite quote, Lori? I totally put you on the spot. You did, but it's an easy one to remember. Okay. Where the Wild Things Are, Maurice Sendak. And it's a, it's a Caldecott medal winner. So it's like this famous book. And the quote is to be still. And it's just be still. Mm. I actually have it written on a sticky note in front of me. Because for me, I can get so caught up in all of the to-do lists, talk myself out of a million things, put myself a million different places. And most of the time, it's just that be still in this moment. I don't know. I know that's not like the the typical inspirational bono, you know, quote. Actually, I think it's super powerful because we are busy and we get so busy that we don't slow down and take care of ourselves. We don't slow down and think, what do I really want? And I think that's been a huge part of my happiness journey. I know that for sure. So I love it. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Thanks, Lori. It's been great to have you. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed meeting Lori today. Today's podcast was all about encouraging you to try journaling. If you want to join us for the Summer Journal Challenge, we'll be checking back in with Lori on her journey, as well as giving you journal prompts to help you get unstuck if that's what you're feeling, or help you to go deeper if that's what you're needing. One of the fun things I like to add in our summer challenges is a virtual meetup partway through so we can connect with others doing the same challenge. It's fun and social, but also a great place to get to know you are not alone on this journey and maybe hearing other people's successes and struggles will help enhance your journaling journey. If nothing else, you'll meet some great people. Sign up for the summer challenge ends June 28th and the challenge runs from July 1st to 31st. If you have a busy July, you can still sign up for the challenge and just catch up on whatever you need in August. You'll still have all the resources in your inbox. All right, team, that's it for this week. Remember, when you have a choice, choose happy. Have a good one and go get your happy on. I can't wait to hear the bloopers from this. I heard Marie Sundak, not Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> when I said it again, I heard I heard I heard the other version. Do you know the story where the wild things are? I don't think so. I'm gonna have to look it up. I don't think so. Oh my gosh, it's a children's book. Just my level then.
closing? Did you do the closing? Did I interrupt you in the closing? Yeah, but what is it? Have a good when one. you have a choice. Is that what it is? Have a good one and go get your happy on. Awesome. <laughs> hey, this is just a quick reminder. If you know anyone that they could use more happiness in their life, please share the podcast with them. The whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world. And the more people we empower to find their personal happiness, the more happiness we have to spread around. So please take a minute and share the episode.